Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, March 31st, 2021. President Biden rolls out the first part of his huge plan to rebuild America's infrastructure and reshape the country's economy. We'll discuss that, plus Gatesgate, a bizarre and disturbing story involving Florida Republican Matt Gates. And finally, California Governor Gavin Newsom appears to be in good standing with his state as he faces that threat of a recall. Today, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, President Biden set out to pitch his next big legislative push. This is part of his Build Back Better proposal. Today, he's rolling out the American Jobs Plan, as he calls it. It is a massive investment in infrastructure, and it's a move to shift the country to a greener economy. This infrastructure spending plan, nearly $2 trillion, is just the first part of a two-part proposal. The president's expected to roll out that second portion, focusing on investments in education and child care in the coming weeks. But this proposal, the one he's rolling out today, is a gigantic effort to reshape the U.S. economy, inject trillions more dollars into it. So what does it say about Biden's approach to the presidency and governing so far? That's the question I keep asking, and I think that the president is making a pretty clean break from the way his most immediate Democratic predecessors, Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, approached their big economic proposals and packages. This is not a Democratic president governing from a position where he's concerned that Republicans are going to be able to successfully scare those critical voters in the middle of the body politic away from Democrats as tax-and-spend liberals. I mean, that fear of that label drove so much of the way Clinton and Obama approached their plans. The current state and makeup of the Democratic Party, its shift to the left, demands a different approach from Biden. But it is also the pandemic and the economic pain caused by it just spread so far across the country that allows for this moment for Biden to take this approach. If you add in the growing income inequality over the last several decades in the American economy and Donald Trump's complete takeover of the Republican Party, those are contributing factors as well to this very moment for Biden to go big. And going big is exactly what he's trying to do here. But he's going to have to do it with just Democratic votes, most likely. Mitch McConnell, the Senate minority leader, said today in Kentucky that Biden and he actually talked yesterday on the phone. The president briefed the Republican leader in the United States Senate about this $2 trillion proposal. And yet today, Mitch McConnell still went out and called it a Trojan horse for huge tax increases, which is how Biden's going to pay for this plan, and indicated that he's not likely to support it. Well, that indicates to me that no Republican in the Senate is likely to support this bill. So Democrats are going to have to yet again try that budget process known as reconciliation to get this bill through the Congress, through the Senate, onto the president's desk for his signature. And that means, as you're looking for the politics of this moment, focus on the intra-party squabbles that Democrats will be having amongst themselves far more than focusing on the outreach to Republicans. Because at the end of the day, this is likely to get passed if it does get passed on just Democratic votes. Now, here's what else matters today. Florida Congressman Matt Gates is denying having a sexual relationship with a minor while also claiming to be the victim of an extortion plot. How crazy is that sentence? This comes after The New York Times reported that the Justice Department is investigating whether the Republican representative paid for a 17-year-old girl who he was allegedly in a sexual relationship with to travel with him across state lines. 
It's just so confounding, and it's growing more complicated. There are two separate issues happening here. First, the reported investigation into whether the Republican representative paid for a minor he was in a relationship with to travel with him, and those allegations Gates has denied. But then there's the fact that in a series of tweets, Gates also alleged that a former prosecutor with the Department of Justice actually tried to extort him and his family, arguing that they could make the case go away if they paid him a certain amount of money. If you're confused, you're not the only one. Even Tucker Carlson, where Matt Gates did an interview with him on Fox News last night to try to clear things up, left that interview kind of scratching his head about all the details here and how this all may play out. It's important to note that The Times is reporting that this all began, this investigation into Gates, while Bill Barr was still the attorney general. This was Donald Trump's Justice Department, and you don't get a more loyal soldier in the Trump political army than Matt Gates. Here's House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy today in a Fox News interview responding to this story, saying that perhaps he would be removed from a key House committee. Those are serious implications. If it comes out to be true, yes, we would remove him if that was the case. But right now, as Matt Gates says, it is not true, and we don't have any information. So let's get all the information. To state the obvious here, folks, this is just the very beginning of this very strange tale, and we are certain to learn a whole lot more. And finally today, some good news for Gavin Newsom, the Democratic governor of California. A brand new poll out from PPIC shows that he's in a pretty strong position at the moment to defeat a recall vote. Were it to happen today, some 40 percent of Californians are in favor of recalling him, but 56 percent, a pretty healthy majority, are opposed. Newsom also has a 54 percent overall approval rating right now. That's a pretty good position for the governor to be in as this Republican effort to recall him continues to grow. But we are months away from a potential recall election, and obviously the political landscape can shift. One of the things the polls suggest is that Californians are feeling a whole lot better about the pandemic and getting to the other side of this coronavirus crisis, and that may be giving Gavin Newsom a bit of support that he needs to fight this off. One other sign that his political standing is not in danger, at least in his own party right now, First Lady Jill Biden is spending today, Cesar Chavez Day, with Governor Newsom in California. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment to listen and follow wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.